Well, our guest isn't quite a queen, but that we know of. No. He does drink Bud Light. But from Mississippi, though. Uh, he's from Mississippi. <laughs> anyway, night uh, number three. Down here at Brewster's Ice House. Thanks to the staff. Thank you, Bree, since Rob uh, left us today. But anyway, <laughs> uh, great food, great cold beer, great atmosphere down here. Brewster's Ice House, Corpus Christi, Texas, live on U.S. 94.7 Talking Country. Great to, to partner up with them again. Uh, Rump, uh, two down, two to go. Corpus two down, Christi, two Buck d- Days Pro Rodeo. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. Like the uh, the stories are starting to unfold. Uh, we had a million dollar gal yesterday go out in the breakaway roping, but um, you know it's been pretty good. Uh, last night we got a guy to the whistle in the bull riding, um, <laughs> which was great. Which is rare. We've had, you know, the, the kind of the different people that have come through there. And one of our guys we're going to have on tomorrow, James Taylor. How sweet it is to be. That's James Taylor. You've got a friend in me. He, uh, no, that's not James Taylor. Oh, it isn't. James Taylor sings, You've Got a Friend. But You've got a, that's right. You've got a friend oh, in me. Oh, man. You've got a friend in me is the guy that sings on Toy Story. Uh, Randy Newman. That's you're yeah. right. I oh, know. I know all things. Uh, <laughs> you are very musically inclined. Car- cartoon, but um, no, it's been a great man. Great crowds last night. Last night was uh, we had a uh, uh, Nicholas and uh, Jerry, Jerry Stacy Diaz, Jerry Geraldo Diaz, the Charo de Corazon. So it's been really good. Giving away Laredo tacos, having the tire race has been quite fun. Last night we did the dad tire race. It, and was it was good. really good. Yeah. There, there's dads dadding it up hardcore there. There's so much Christine. fun. Seriously, there's a great carnival. It's clean. The staff at the carnival is clean, which when it comes to carnivals is a rare thing. So, yeah. you know, it's a great place to come down, bring the family, lots to do, great food. So um, if you're listening here locally in Corpus Christi right now, uh, I'd make a plan come to today. Tomorrow night, I, I think it's sold out. But I bet there's still, still some tickets available. At least come down. They're shopping. There's a whole convention center. Come down Open and go shopping. Open until 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, Treasure Island shopping. Shop until you drop. Open until 11 o'clock. I mean, it's going to be some rain tomorrow. So come, uh, come do some indoor activities. Come watch a rodeo. Great. Uh, Tracy Lawrence. Tracy Lawrence. It's going to be an – I love Tracy Lawrence. He's like I, – you know me. I, I can't get on board with um, some country, but – Tracy Lawrence is one of the, the old school alibis and lying. Like, he's that, good. We wore that album out going to, to high school rodeos. I Lessons love learned, Tracy oh, Lawrence. Oh, man. Like, uh, he, he's not bad at all. I love that. Not bad. He's great. Uh, That's yeah. what I call prime country. And tomorrow, tomorrow That's before coming. country went bro. Yeah, before bro country. I mean, if you're into bro country, that's cool, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, I like the old school. You know, Willie Nelson turned 90 the other day, speaking of which. Yeah, he had a great birthday. Uh, he had, <laughs> imagine this being in some place, and Willie's just sitting there in the chair. God bless him. And, and you go from singing with George Strait to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah, but you know how cool, like, I'm not going to uh, touch on this because we're on the radio, unlike a normal rump chat, but it's kind of weird. All the people that are really healthy that die young, but yet, Willie <laughs> has been rocking for 90 years. The or Mick Red Jagger or... Um, Steven Tyler. Yeah. I mean, in their 70s and did enough drugs to kill an elephant. But yet, I guess they, uh, I've heard Mick Jagger does like blood transfusions like every month. Really? New set of blood. 
Well, I guess if you got the money, you can do that. But not Willie. He just, uh, Willie's got his Willie good medicine. Hey, oh. <laughs> See what I did right there? That's the, great. Well, um, listen, locally, we're Rump Chat. Uh, my name's uh, affectionately known as Hambone, and this is Rump. We are in the rodeo business, been in the rodeo business a long time, and this is our podcast, which is wildly popular, coming on 2 million downloads. Uh, we're pretty much the best ever. Uh, uh, the best rodeo <laughs> podcast. And I say that with all humbleness. I don't. We're the best rodeo podcast, okay? Yeah. So, anyway, thanks for uh, going on a journey with us today. Uh, WCRA, uh, uh, an event down here. It's one of the Triple Crown, which uh, if a contestant... Um, Male or female wins, uh, and the, you know, obviously the, the, the gals got the breakaway and the uh, barrel racing. Um, they could team rope. They could do actually anything if they wanted to uh, here. But um, if they win three uh, Triple Crown events in a row, you get a million dollars. And this happened last year with um, – December. Yeah. Uh, R.C. Landingham, a bareback rider. Uh, and Fort Worth was his uh, – he'd won two, goes to Fort Worth. Wins that one and um, legitly, you know, I, I was, I was, I was like, man, uh, you know, you watch it with a little skepticism, like, are they really gonna do it? Are they really gonna do it? And he did. I mean, he riled out and made a great bareback ride, um, won a million dollars, and that million dollars is not gonna do nothing but help him go rodeo in the PRCA, you know, make another NFR uh, without the pressure of, oh my God, can I feed my family? Um, so it's just a, it's just good stuff. I feel like I could do. It's all any, good for rodeo. I feel like I could it's do money. anything really good for a million bucks. I feel like that if for a million bucks I had to hang from that lighting fixture up there for twenty minutes, I, I can't imagine the level of try that I would have. A million bucks, dude. You know they say that money doesn't buy happiness. I don't know. You could not hang. I've been with a lot your more grip ha- for twenty minutes. Well, I'm saying I, for, for a million year. bucks I would try hard. All right. Rump is a little north of two, three. three I'm still in the I'm still in the, the three region. You look but, great though. But you know, You're thank you, good, bud. I'm but you know, you. honestly, Happy. think about it. For a million bucks, for a million bucks, you could do a lot of stuff. All right. I mean, think about it. You what would, would try. You, what would you do for a million dollars? What's the? Well, mine were on the radio, but you know what I would do? I would I would cut off a finger for. No, I'd cut off a finger for five hundred thousand, and I would. Probably my pinky. I don't. Why use, you get cheaper? <laughs> well, I mean, like I would start off low. I'm not going to cut my whole hand off for a million because it'd be hard to high five people one handed. But um, <laughs> you know, it's true. But man, a million bucks. I I just I always think, man. You know, I've I've been uh, very very poor in life and uh, mm-hmm. and very blessed all at the same time. But you know, honestly, like for you know, when they say money doesn't buy happiness, I've been a lot happier having money. You know, then the days of not. <laughs> so, yeah. And our guest today is trying to win. He's seated. So he just flew in today from Memphis, right? Yes, sir. And uh, so le- you left at 6 o'clock this morning on a plane, and then here you are in Corpus Christi hours later. Welcome Cody Reinhardt, everybody. Thank you for having me. 2 a.m. come really fast. So why didn't you come down yesterday? Like, did you not think about your travel plans here, Cody, or what? Uh, well, I was, I just went with the cheapest flight, and uh, I had some stuff to do back home, uh, taking care of business there, and then get on the road and 
uh, get here. Do you fly with your bronc saddle? Because you're in the saddle bronc riding. You're out tonight. Right, right. So I've, I've seen from some different Snapchats, when rodeo cowboys go through the airports, sometimes <laughs> they have their bronc saddles as their carry-on. Right. Do you that, do that? No. Uh, I really appreciate Southwest having two bags, so I just check it. It's so much easier. You're just a, you're more or less a walking entertainment show with a cowboy hat and hey dudes and a saddle on your back <laughs> going up and down the terminal. Does do, they, they, do they ask you, oh my God, are you in Yellowstone? No. <laughs> I, I mean, I could be like the uh, Cody Johnson of Rip, maybe, being redheaded. Right. But uh, no, I, I just get, uh, oh, where are you headed? Where's your horse? Well, at your, at your mom's house. Can you tell her to feed it for me? <laughs> uh, hey just stuff like that all you the know, time. We always talk about this. Every time you wear a cowboy hat into uh, the airport and everyone's like, oh, you must be from Texas. Yep. You ever I get, get that? that? I get that. Yep. Then, you know, yep. like uh, bronc riders in Mississippi, you know? We're, the far, we're far and few in between. I've never worked a rodeo in Mississippi. I've never, I don't uh, know if I've been to Mississippi. Really? I don't know. I'm missing out. I mean, we have so much, like. Exactly. So how did you get started? <laughs> and you're, uh, you're 30, right? Yes, sir. You just, uh, Sam Powers just turned 29 on the air the other day, actually. It's 30 years old. Tell, tell us about your, your, your journey to where you are. How did you start in rodeo? So uh, I didn't grow up in a rodeo family or anything like that. Like, we had horses and cows growing up, and I was the one breaking colts at the house. Uh, I actually didn't get on my first bull till I was 16, uh, and then I tried doing bulls and bareback horses, and then I did all three bulls, bears, and broncs by my senior year of col- uh, senior year of high school, uh, and then I give up bareback riding after the first college rodeo I went to. I got knocked out. Yeah, and uh, I was I like, would also well, give maybe that this up. ain't for me for sure. Uh, you know, because you got to worry about a sore shoulder, sore wrist, sore elbow, and then you got to worry about injuries after that. So I was like, you know, this ain't for me. Uh, by my sophomore year of college, I'd given up bull riding and just focused on bronc riding because I was I was better at it. Like there wasn't any bronc riders around me. Uh, didn't grow up doing it. Didn't grow up in rodeo or anything like that. And it kind of it kind of just picked me. I didn't pick it because I enjoyed bull riding as a kid, but so how do, how, do uh, you, how do you get into bull riding when uh, your family is not a part of it or, you know, you have nothing to do with it? <laughs> Did you see it on TV or go to a rodeo yeah, and be like, yeah, yeah I mean, like, whenever the bull riding started, uh, whenever I'd go to mom and dad would take me to a rodeo, we'd go down by the buck and shoots and watch it because, you know, that was the only rough stock event around us because there isn't really any bareback or saddle bronc riders. But anyways, uh, go down there, watch it, whatever. And one of our horse trading buddies knew that I wanted to – get on one being a rodeo somehow and uh he had taken a saddle from me and was going to sell it for me and we did a little bit of trading and he i guess he paid my entry fee or something like that but i got paid for the saddle and then the rest of it was me getting riding the rodeo so i borrowed a borrowed an old rope from my cousin that distant cousin that uh rodeoed a long time ago uh, barred his rope. We strung a barrel up on some trees, mm-hmm. and I rode it for a second, and I would hit the dirt, and I'd just get back on and uh, did that for a couple of weeks till I got to go to the bu- uh, go get on that bull at the rodeo. The old buck and barrel. The now, buck and barrel. if you didn't have a tree root sitting up, sticking up from underneath you, that, that motivated you to hang on a little harder. Like, 
at our house. Obviously, uh, if you'd see my brother and I, we turned out to not be rough stock guys. You're not? <laughs> not with that bull riding build you have? I know. But uh, buck and barrels were a lot of I mean, did you guys have one at the rump? You'd had real no, animals. No, we so had, you know. You weren't like Cody and I. We, we had to make our own We animal. were poor. Yeah. <laughs> we had well, We were also poor. Up. We were in the rodeo business, so we were very poor. But we had, <laughs> you know, we had a, growing up, like, we had bucking horses and bulls. You know, my family's right. been in the rodeo business since 1946. And so we would just get on, and it was, we would just get wrecked out. This, right. Uh, um, this kid that actually lived with us, Sam Gress, uh, Probably one of the best bullfighters that never was. That you never heard. I mean, of. unbelievable, unbelievable talent. He, um, my dad had Mexican fighting bulls at the house because we used to have bullfights, you know, regular bullfights and whatever. And so my dad would leave, and this is when I was skinny, Cody, before your time. Uh, <laughs> my dad would leave and he'd be like, hey, don't mess with those fighting bulls. And we would run those bulls in and we'd fight them. Right. So we uh, ran one of those Mexicans in and uh, a pretty bad cat. And it hooks Sam down. I mean, hooks him down and rips his back open. You went and saved him. Oh, yeah. But here's the deal. We were so nervous to, like, I didn't want to call my dad and be like, hey, (laughs) Sam's hurt. So, like. Don't tell mom. Don't tell dad. I went into Walgreens in Hutchison, Kansas, and bought duct tape, uh, athletic tape, and diapers to absorb the blood. And (laughs) I put it on Sam's back and then taped it as hard as I could to try to close the gap because he bled a lot. He didn't die. He probably um, needed stitches. Oh, it staples. was terrible. Like, you should see the scar that is left. So, um, and the funny thing is my dad didn't know about that until, like, our sophomore year of college. So we got away with it, but we never had the buck and barrel. But in Kansas, there's not just a plethora of trees. No. Pretty wide open country. Plus, not trees close enough together. Yeah, where but you, you can put posts up. <laughs> I mean, you got you know we had the old garage door spring on the front. Where there's a wheel, there's a way. That's right. That's right. But we didn't. Dad just put a piece of old carpet around a metal barrel. Yep. So yep. it wasn't like you could really cinch that rope tight because you're up against metal. You know, you needed a little bit of pad to get you a little tight. And you couldn't know? really squeeze either. Like no, you're just there. Yeah. But you, by you God, think that I was, I was, I was timery. I was. Yep. Uh, all those guys. I was the best. And then you I got weren't. fat. <laughs> then life happened. <laughs> and then you Then weren't. I got chubby. <laughs> and then I found out I could rope <laughs> like other chubby people. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> you, go, you go to the team roping pin. Uh, uh, anyway, that's, that's the thing to do me. after you get retired. Either you, rough stock guys either pick up or they take it, pick up team roping. Well, all those events, because everybody can team rope, right? You right, know, yeah. I mean, not... You, everybody can't be the level of, everybody can of, throw of a rope. the pros. Yeah. Mean, I mean, but catch. everybody can rope. You right? can enter. I mean, uh, you can, yeah. enter. Yeah, not everybody can ride a bareback, a bronc, or bull. Right. Uh, but all those events, like, um, you know, uh, my, my brother-in-law does the uh, ranch sorting. You know, I mean, those are huge because, you know, grandpas can do it with little granddaughters. They have all these different levels and everything. It's just there is a ton of events now for, for the people who can't. Right. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, those who can do, those who can't, can do wait, other things. It's got to be your bull. Well, that's one kind of cool thing about here is like it, Steve Duhon, the great champion steer wrestler, hazed for his grandson here the other night in the steer wrestling. Yeah, hazed for his that's grandson. pretty cool. That was awesome. Um, uh, Speed Williams roped with his son the other night. Yep, and his Speed, son missed. Speed's daughter. Uh, 
won Houston to break away. Sammy Andrews' uh, granddaughter, it won or is winning. She's making it back. So, I mean, like. Did Sammy push her calf? No, Sammy did not come to the rodeo. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Sammy. Sam. Um, but, no, it's, uh, let me look. I'm sure that she's making it back. Breakaway roping right here. A-L-E-E. Allie Andrews. Allie Andrews. Allie Andrews coming back. So, um, you were seated, and I know that because I'm looking at this Rodeo Corpus Christi. So, yes, so to, to seated. Uh, He's got the asterisk. That's right. So, explaining that. I'm special. That, yeah, that means uh, that, uh, <clears throat> that Cody did not have to come through qualifiers to get here. You were right. in automatically due to points, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. How many points but, did you have? Uh, my man, Randy. I think coming into this event, I had like four or 5,000 points gathered up. Uh, I think that, I think that's what it was, but I, ca- I can't remember offhand. Uh, but with, uh, with that, you just nominate rodeos, and uh, you get the benefit. The higher you are up in the rankings, for us, for the rough stock guys, we get to pick what horses, what bulls we want to get on. Uh, so, like tonight, because I am up at the trap tonight. When do you pick? What's that? What time do you pick? I think we pick at 5 tonight. It's 5 yeah. o'clock outside <clears throat> of the building, right? Down uh, on the midway, yeah. Yeah. I told Declan it was here. I forgot. It, it was used here, to be it here. Was here. It was last here last year. year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, 5 o'clock, again, if you're here locally, listen on 94.7, you can go down and these guys, um, Donnie Gay's part of it, and they actually get to pick their stock. So it's uh, very strategic. Um, you I know, love, I love chess. So, like, this is – I love – this like thinking about which horses you want to get on what bull you want to get on but i'm not riding the bulls but what horses you want to get on what not to get up uh you know just different things like that you got to take into consideration because normally at at uh, other rodeo like in the prca obviously you enter a rodeo and you are uh, a computer's draws a stock contractor you know, puts in the animals for that rodeo um what animals are up what night and then it is drawn by computer random right. draw and then you get a, what they call a callback, and you get told what animal you're going to get on here. Yep. You get to choose, which is a, which is a neat, different experience, like you just it's said. It's really awesome. So uh, what do you go for? Do you go for, you know, buckers, one you're going to be most points on, or do you go for more for sure? Top I know two. I, yeah, I can, I can spur the hair off that one. Maybe, yeah. maybe only be a 20-pointer, not a 22, 23, you but know, I can I, spur the hair off of him. You don't come to win second by any means. Uh, but you do try to pick the ones that, you know, you can show off on, but you also want the animal to show off as well. So I'm glad you said that because one of my pet peeves in rodeo um, broadcasting is when they interview the cowboy and they're like, so what was your strategy going in tonight? What was your mindset? Uh, <laughs> I, was, I came here to be third, so, I, you know... <laughs> Why, why would you even ask that? That's like, you know, the Super Bowl. You ask Patrick yep. Holmes, hey, Patrick, wh- what do you think is going to happen today? Well, we want to win. Oh, you do? Oh, my gosh. What's That's your crazy. Mind, what's your mindset? What's well, your mindset? Score points, throw ball. What'd you want, what was your game plan coming in? What's your game plan coming in anywhere? Win. Yep. Like, whose yep. game plan is, man, well, except for in the movie Semi-Pro when they're fourth place, fourth place. I think, <laughs> and I think we've, I've said this before, but you always those guys that rope – like going back to team rope, and they're like, rope back cow to win it. Really? You know, really? You <laughs> roped him, went okay. You never hear a guy who roped him to be fourth. And I, 
I come it. across here and roped him to be seventh. <laughs> yeah, it was like like me and my buddy uh, that I go to church with on Wednesday nights. Me and him was talking about rodeo, and he was he was discussing with me about you know like when you mess up, and he was saying, well, I think it would take me a day to get over it because I would just think about it all the time. I'm like, you can't, you can't think about it. Like you you've got to have a short memory. Yeah, and, yeah. Cause and when you mess up, the game plan you can't blame it on anybody. Like it's you. Yep, you're yep. the one that did this, not anybody else. Yep. And I, that's where you got to keep it simple. That's like Hambo when he messes up, he gets so mad at himself. Not I'm mad. Like, he gets so he's so mad at himself. There's nothing we've you lost can say. two recordings. Yeah, it's not my fault. I have but, proof. But like, so when you buck off, but here's the thing though. Also, when you buck off, own it. Like I, I like to see a guy. If you buck off, I like to see the guy sometimes tip the hat. I don't like to see the guy kick the shoots and. Run out of the arena. Do you, you're not a kicker, are you, Cody? I, I've done both. You've kicked the shoots? I, mostly it's because I'm Give me mad your microphone. At, I'm you're not mad here. at the horse. I'm mad at myself. See, that's that's me too. For, I, yeah. for not performing and doing what I'm supposed to. Uh, I, 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 and again, I, short memory. Give yourself about 10, 15 minutes. Forget about it. You got one the next day. Nobody's got a butt chewing worse than myself. I've given myself. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm, a, I'm my worst critic. Where yeah. you just hate yourself so bad. How often do you get bucked off? Let's be honest. Huh. <laughs> when was the last time? Ten I was horses. Off? Ten horses. One. Last ten. Have you been bucked off? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Great. So going into tonight, you just jinx me. No, I not. No, no. Don't put that <laughs> on me, Ricky Bobby. You <laughs> like them guys? There's two. We had two Broncos last night that never got their spurs out of the saddle. Yeah. There was a forty the father and son. Forty-two year old Broncrider last night here. I'm forty-two. I'm not going to get on. I forgot my saddle at home, but you need an eighteen. I got on a Bronc here in 2016. That and you don't have a big feather put in your hat. So do you know that? Well, you know that. I got on a Bronc here in 2016. Yes, he did. Here at Corpus, an NFR yeah. horse in my clown. Yo, yeah, yeah, in my clown gear. How'd that go? Not good. <laughs> I rode him for a while, but when I got bucked off, holy smoke. I hit so hard the uh, USS Lexington about flipped over out back. Like <laughs> that's uh, making waves. But you know, um, I I don't know. I, I try to tell everybody this, like outsider looking in. I mean, I'm not a contestant. I was a contestant. You know, made the Prairie Circuit Finals and the College Finals and the high school finals, and you know, I've been involved in everything. So being a rodeo clown and hambo and being in music, well, we're not. You know. The ones out there competing, we watch everybody, and we rodeo every day of the week, year round. And so, it seems to me like well, that we have a pretty good eye on being able to tell the guys that are gonna win, and yeah. you know, like just the attitudes because there are there's some dudes that are super, super like intense, yeah, like sit in the locker room and just stare at the floor, you know, or like the dude that has the the uh, AirPods in. And he's just sitting there with his eyes closed, like breathing heavy. And yep. then you got the guys yep. that, like the bareback riders, that are playing hacky sack out back and hanging out in their vans. Rump is so jealous because you play hacky sack. I don't. He I don't wishes actually. he could play hacky sack with R.C. Landingham. Um, would be his dream date. Funny thing about that one. <laughs> Can one you get, get your leg up that high? Oh yeah. He's actually pretty. He's very athletic for three hundred. He looks like pounds. an athlete. I feel like he is. An I athlete. can put my leg on the top rail of the fence. He can't. It. It's true. But and, you. I like do a halfway back. Your your back spring at uh, Guyman was a little nervy. Yeah, I about broke my neck, Aruski. <laughs> um, 
But honestly, don't do that. I've done that before. What was I saying? I was about to say something about okay. intense guys being intense. Yeah. Some guys being chill. Yeah. On the hacky sack deal, though, uh, all these bareback riders were playing hacky sack, and uh, I was like, "Hey, you guys mind if I play hacky sack with you?" Remember that? Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah." No, why don't you just wait? And so, like, I just stood there, and it was like Mason Clements and and Clayton Bigelow and RC, and we're at Logandale, and, and we camp along uh, the fence there, and everybody drives in, it, and we sit in Rump's dinette in his camper with a big window, and have our uh, have our safety meeting safety before meeting. the perf. It's all about and, safety, uh, <laughs> uh, and basically make fun of everybody who walks by the camper, <laughs> inside the camper. In silence. So they can't hear us. So they can't hear us. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 Because Protection. I, I feel like in my mind and from traveling and, you know, just talking to people that don't know about rodeo athletes, um, I feel like there's this stereotype in every city person's head. And thank God for the city people that come watch. But they think, oh, a, a cowboy. He must, you know, like when you come to this rodeo, I, I feel like in their head they're seeing – an old pickup truck with a bale of hay in the back and two dudes, like, drinking beer and smoking cigarettes wearing chaps. Well, that ain't <laughs> how it is. Like, you guys, like, do yoga and work out. Pull it, pulling their horse in a one-horse trailer. Yeah, I mean, so like... you the, mean it's not like Urban Cowboy? No. But you know what I'm saying? Like, do you yeah. ever feel like there's, like, that is what people... I mean, just as a rodeo clown, I don't tell anybody ever I'm a rodeo clown. Like, if... An, if I'm on an airplane and uh, someone's like, uh, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm an accountant. And then, but it screwed me one time when that one lady was like, oh, you're an accountant, me too. What are you going to do with your 1595 forms? And I'm like, eh, I'm not an accountant. But, you know, like, shredder. like, yeah, I'm a rodeo clown. And they're like, oh, so you're the guy that tries to get a bull to gore him. And then you run and jump head first into the bucket. <laughs> That yep. is absolutely correct. Like, you can't explain it. Or I'm going to start calling it the bucket now. I've had so many Can you people, roll your bucket out there now? Oh, my bucket. Like, we went on a vacation with my mother-in-law, and she doesn't know that, you know, I don't like to say that. And she's an older lady, and, you know, the older generation will tell anybody their deepest family secrets when you get to a public place. So there's these, uh, this other older lady that was talking to my mother-in-law, like, oh, what a great family you have. And my mother-in-law was like, well, we're here with my son-in-law. He's the rodeo clown. And I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. I'm jealous of Open the relationship you have with your mother-in-law. I wish I She I could sold me out. And then these people are like, do you kill bulls? I'm like, no, it's not bullfighting like that. It's, it's, I'm, matter of fact, I don't even get in the barrel half the time. Like, it's not matador. Bull matador. Yeah, like, uh, you can't tell anybody. I work with the bullfighters. Oh, my gosh. And like not matadors, it's a bucking bull. Nothing happens. Yep. Like I feel like y'all do have to explain yourselves a little bit more with with like bullfighters and rodeo clowns because they're two separate things. Oh yeah, completely. Where back in the old days, like the rodeo, it was all, it was all the same guys did yeah. everything. Yep, no, that's yep. very true. But you yep. know, I, I think that that's one thing I like about having you guys come on, where we can you know the people can kind of get to know who they're watching in the arena. Right. Yeah. Because that's the cool thing other sports do. Like, you really get to, you know, football, basketball, hockey. Yeah. It, it, uh, another thing, too, is, you know, oh, tying the, to the rope around the, the, you know, testicles of the bull. And, <laughs> so, or, or, you know, and I just want to say, why don't you go home to your husband or boyfriend, 
tie rope really tight around him like that and see how much he kicks and moves exactly. instead of just sits there and screams. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen. I'm not moving. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I want, but anyhow. Things might get testy. But I want to say just a small something about, like, what people view whenever they see somebody in a cowboy hat. Oh, they're a cowboy. They have that stereotype in their mind. Today in rodeo, like, there's so much money now that a bunch of these guys are not cowboys at all. They're, no. they're just straight-up rodeo athletes where they don't – they've never messed with any cows. they never messed with any horses or, any, or even roped or anything like that, and they're – coming to the events that they focused on that they've practiced in and winning yeah, yeah. like watching the grand entry at the nfr yeah the victory laps the nfr are always pretty pretty entertaining but you're right guys like i mean out here cole elsher you know he's rancher yep. you know he's cowboy there's there's guys that are cowboys and then and mostly in the rough stock obviously time event guys they can ride and rope i mean obviously that's yeah but part i don't, of their, I don't part know. of their gig but Mm, I don't know if I would take some of these guys with me out to Dr. Cattle. Like, honestly, think about it. Like, just because you are really handy in the arena doesn't mean you would be handy on the ranch. Mm, that's true. That's like, true. even if, if – it doesn't who matter. You, who would you not take out on the ranch? Uh, Time event guy. Time event. Who would I not take out on the ranch? Ooh. I, I hate to say this because they're going to hear this and then they're going <laughs> to – um, Tyson Durfee. I'll bet Tyson Durfee, would, and I love Tyson. Great guy. I would not take him ranching. I don't feel like he would do a good job. <laughs> he would give you a good motivational speech all the way through it, though. I, I, I think Tyson's very capable. I don't, I don't see. I don't. Now, rough stock, that's easy. Who would you not take in the rough stock? <laughs> Riker Carter. <laughs> I would not take Riker. Riker's a great truck driver, but, uh, but you know, I mean, it. <laughs> they had a hunting show, you know, with uh, where they take the rough stock guys hunting and stuff. They had, you see that? Yeah, was Casey Field, I've seen that one. Um, Will um, Pollock. Yeah, but that that's a whole different deal. But if what if they had a show like Mason Clements? You're a champion cowboy, but can you ranch? Yeah, you know, like you. Even for the breaker ropers, oh, you can be 2.1, catch this yearling and get I, it in this half top. I really wish, because I know, like, the, I think the PBR is doing the Tough Enough <laughs> Cowboy thing, their TV show thing right now. I would love for them to take 15, 20 guys, girls too, and do every event. Let them compete for, like, a big sum of money and do every single event. One million dollars? They used yep. to do the uh, World's Toughest Cowboy um, win the ranch, which was that was win the ranch, which was like, I, but all you want is like sixty acres in Rusk, Wyoming. Like, no, it was <laughs> outside of uh, Pueblo. No, there was, was more than one ranch. Forty, 40 oh, acres and a mule. Because Shane Proctor Shane won, won it. the one in Pueblo yeah. in Colorado. My buddy Whit Ash was actually on that too. He he rode all three of them back did. in college. BJ Schumacher had like a soft handhold bareback rig, and I'm like Eric oh my Wolford, God. the human yeah. Eric. Reel. Eric. That is a ranchy some buck. Yeah, I would I, take. He's a cowboy. If I had to take somebody, if, if somebody said today, "Hey, uh, in Corpus Christi, you've got four hours to come back with three alligators, a human hand, two cows, and a fighting bull," I would take Eric Wolford, and I'll bet we could have it done in an hour and a half. He would do it on a mule too. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Now that that dude's a whole different deal. But like the world's toughest, the toughest cowboy when they did it on TV was actually a pretty cool deal. Right. Yeah. You know they they. I remember did it. watching it as a kid. They did it pretty neat, like where they had the, you know, they set it up where, you know, and, and I've worked on some reality TV shows, and I've seen how corny they are. Yeah. And that one, it had its level of corniness, but at the same time, it wasn't terrible. Mm. Like it, they made it very realistic. Yeah, like and, and relatable. They had their Where, tryouts at Mesquite. Yeah, you worked. Uh, you worked on. Yeah, that's right. You worked on Jersey Shore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim Tan Laundry. You were the lifeguard, weren't you? No, nah, me and Snooky. So funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like being around uh, stuff like I guess I shouldn't say reality TV, but like the stuff we've done at Cody and. And even like the Holiday Inn commercials and stuff, where they say we want to, we want you to be you, just be you. <laughs> and then I show up in shorts and a t-shirt. Rodeo Austin shorts and a real screen video t-shirt. They're like, "Is this what you're gonna wear?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is just me being me. I don't wear jeans and long sleeve shirts everywhere." Yeah. Well, we would sure like that. All right, so I go get <laughs> jeans, long sleeve shirt, belt. It's nine o'clock in the morning. It's ninety four degrees. I'm sweaty. You gotta look the part. And they're and they're like, okay, so uh, we had my I had a brand new truck and you know really nice trailer. They're like this is what you're driving. Ooh, we were thinking like an older model truck with like a bumper pull trailer. I'm like, I I don't know what y'all want. Like, you know, so what about I, an El Camino? I would love an El Camino, but I mean, like <laughs> as far as the uh, the toughest cowboy, I feel like they try to do a good job with that. Yeah. If if they would come back out with the toughest cowboy with you having experience in all three, would you experience? Bust it out? But I could, I wouldn't be good at it. Can we who have was, like some dinks? Sixteen points. Oh yeah, who was the guy that wins the first frontier circuit and all the rust oh, every year? Uh, Clovis Crane. Clovis, Clovis Crane. Yes, Clovis. That's a good cat right there. Yeah, he uh, trains racehorses. Yep. Yep. He does. He still do all three? I think he's just doing saddle bronc now. I think he's like what fifty. Yeah, he's, 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 really he's got, I don't know how he's got a little tooth on him. 50. No, he was a good hand. Uh, Cole could do it. Cole rode bulls. You, you don't ride bulls anymore, though, do you? No. Hung it up. It hung you up, actually. Hey, Cole, <laughs> Cole, remember that time you made the whistle? <laughs> uh, was, yeah, but, I mean, who, who uh, hmm. if you who could do it out? now? Who would be in that now? I, I would still Obviously, take Shane Proctor yeah. to do it now, still. And, uh, and obviously, and, and still. Stetson, he could ride literally anything. It doesn't right, matter what yeah. rigging, saddle or bull Stetson, rope. Stetson, Shane. So Stetson, Shane. Ryder as well. Uh, Ryder, right? Cause it, yeah, because like his rookie season, I remember him riding bulls. That's right. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I think if you put a million-dollar deal up, and you're not going to put them on, you know, Stampede Warrior. Right. You know right. I mean? If you, if you kind of – I wouldn't say stack the deck, but – Make it where it's worth it for him. Yeah, yeah. Sundell yeah. before he got hurt, Sundell could do it because oh, yeah. he was starting. Yeah. He wanted to ride bulls again. No, he did when he uh, when I first started working for Dave Moorhead, and uh, we would go to Moline, Illinois, and uh, Des Moines, Iowa, and then World's Toughest. Uh, Wade Sundell was riding bulls at every one of them. Oh yeah, I high school rodeo with him. Dang. I laughed when he started riding Bronx. You know that little did I know. It'd be that a world might be champion. kind of an interesting concept. Take ten people, take ten ten guys. Million dollar idea, right here. Million, million. The the hardest part is getting the money. <laughs> <laughs> Finding somebody that's going to give a million, but I think it would be a 
You think WCRA would let us? Maybe I owe you. Casey, yeah, you, Casey, you, you, got, another, you got another million dollars. He's not even paying attention. Like another uh, World Service Cowboy type thing, but we're going to pick ten guys. They and, have to do uh, all three events. Gotta, they do all the events. Yeah, all the. I'm sorry, all the events. No, wait. No, no, that would never work. I got to figure it out. Okay, here we go. You get to pick two rough stock and one timed event. Yeah, I like that idea. I like that idea. So you could opt out of the bareback ride. You could ride Bronx and Bulls and rope calves. Then that could put maybe even Josh Frost in there. Josh Frost roped a calf in like 8-8 in San Angelo. Yeah. And the slack. I would, take, I would take Josh Frost. Yeah. Working cattle. Yeah, there you Andy. go. Uh, so where do you rodeo? Like, where's your, where's your main place you rodeo? Do you stay, stay close to Mississippi? You so, hit south in the road? Yeah, so I try to stay in the southeast a bunch uh, until summer gets here because I've got a lot of stuff going on back home. Uh, I've got a mechanical bull. I've run a bunch of sheep. I uh, uh, sell cows for you a You have a of mechanical bull? I do. Yes. That you take places? It's actually at a, at a middle school right now back that home. That probably makes bank, huh? Eh, a little bit. Is it but, five bucks a ride? Yep, five for, five for one, ten for three. Family oriented, you know. There you go. Yeah, got to make it a deal. You're yeah. not the. I make about make about ten thousand with it a year, and I don't. And I and you're not don't pushing I, it. Yeah, I don't push gotta, it. I don't. I don't have to push it to set it up either. Like with this situation, where a buddy of mine's and uh, one of his friends have taken to that school, and I'm here. We're both making money. It's pretty ideal. Nice. That is that is so cool. I. <laughs> The mechanical, you don't have the guy that, like, the the lady will get on and hit the bounce and then the. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. Well, they do the shake. Yep. You rear it up and they shake it. That is a, that I is love a, drunk people. Yeah. Really? I've never announced a rodeo, love, but. It, I love, I, I take it to a bunch of chuck wagon races. Have y'all ever been to a chuck wagon race? Uh, oh, my no, word. But it's I'm, like redneck, hillbilly, and cowboy had Amish a baby. NASCAR. There's a huge one in Mississippi, right? Jacob Moorhead goes to it. Yes. Yes, uh, uh, Ram Rep, but um, yeah, he said it's. Crazy. Is it in Mississippi? Maybe not Louisiana. Maybe uh, I don't know. I thought. It, anyway, go ahead. There, there's one in. I know there's one in Holly Springs, Mississippi, and then there's one in Cherokee, Alabama, uh, and there's a few more. But anyways, uh, total full size chucks, though not many chucks, right? Uh, Chuck wagons. They're the full size. Yes or they and no. They're oh. both. Okay. There's there's a lot of them. It's like that, different mods. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. There's there's a whole lot of races for different sizes. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but they're entertaining to watch because it's it's kind of like NASCAR. You're just waiting for the big wreck. <laughs> uh, and then you know at night there's usually concerts and parties going on, and that's where I make all the money because uh, everybody you know gets drunk, and they'll hand me a 100 and say, here, make me look good. And that's, I love those people. Absolutely. Yes, sir. That is a money-making deal. I've thought about that, too, because it, it, that's how it is every time. They're you gold. Know, get, I'm going to pay for my buddy Ralph over there. Get on it, Ralph. And, yep. Or, yep. Like, they got some chase. Like, oh, my God, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Stacy, huh? get on. Oh, my get God. Get on it, Stacy. It's not fun, though, whenever one's about – Field dress 280, and you got to help her up on it. Oh. Field dress 280. Yeah. <laughs> they can't get the old bouncer ski to get up on there? No, no. You know, no, no shoes on the mat. No, no, for sure. Uh, do you get anybody that tries to urban cowboy it, like get on and spur it to death? Yep, yep. They, they try. And, y- you know, like mine's a hydraulic one, so it's actually 
bucks really hard. That was the whole idea with me getting it anyways because whenever I sold out of cows in, in college, I was either going to buy bucking horses or buy a bucking machine that I could practice on. And, you know, the mechanical bull don't eat. Right. So it and eats, I could, It eats the souls of... Right. It eats the souls of drunk people. Right. Uh, so I throw my saddle on it and practice on it a bunch. Uh, and now I just take it everywhere and, and set it up. So it's, it's, it's a gold mine. But, and my mom is so good when she runs it. Like, she loves whenever the urban cowboys, the teenagers that think they're all that. Wearing 13 MWs. She humbles them very fast. Has anybody walked up to you and go, turn it up? Oh, yeah. I want it wide open. Does it have the handhold or just the rope? It's got the rope. It's got the rope. Just the just like uh, like, like a regular the rope just the, no, just, just a it's just a uh, just a handle really. Okay, that well that's good though because like they're the ones rope. that just have the rope sticking up. You know those what I mean? Suck. Yeah, those are hard. Yeah. How many have you tried. been on? Good Not lord, man! Tried. How many bucking machines have you been on? Well, um, bucking bull. I can't sword. announce rodeo, but I can announce bikini bull riding on a machine. So. Uh, I am out for hire. Maybe we should get you to come to Sydney, Iowa for the 100th. Yeah. You can come ride Bronx. Deal. Enter the Bronx ride and bring your bucket machine. I was there this year. Was you? Sydney, yeah. Nice. I didn't see your bucket machine. Well, no, but I was there entered. Bring it to the no, Legion I, Club. Yeah. He'll be back. Come back this year. It'll be a lot of money. I'm sorry about that. Sorry we got kind of off on that, but like, wow. I've always wondered about bucket machine, but like. It's a the, good investment. There's a guy at at the cinch booth where we have rum chat live during the NFR at the convention center, this young kid who's got the most rock and mullet you've ever seen and better than Tracy Lawrence. Way better. He's it's curly. It's long. It's, it's shiny. That young kid, that yeah. teenager. Yeah. And he just hangs out there all day and just slams people. I mean, like where they bounce off the side of the mat, <laughs> like, I have I, my. That's got to be the best job. At, it is in rodeo. I would. I would almost take a full time bucket machine rider over a gold buckle. Think about it. A gold buckle don't last, but you get to slamming people every weekend off a bucket machine. That's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year round. I remember you say that, but you've already won ten. So what do you need another well, one for? I, buy a bucket machine. Exactly. There you go. Sorry yeah, that, that. that could be your out. You could do, do pools. You could, you could have your wife run it while you're working the rodeo. No, my wife is too nice. She'd be like, oh, he's turning back. I'm going to slow it down. Get back on your rope. Like, <laughs> Ashley's too nice. I'd be like, get ready to see the devil. <laughs> my, my mom, whenever she takes it, or whenever I take it places and set it up for her to go run, like, she's so good with the kids. Like, so good. And me, in the back of my mind, because I'm always business-minded, trying to make a dollar, and there's a line, the rodeo's over. I'm like, can you just chunk them and get through it? I know they're three, and they're crying, but let's go. <laughs> you know, that's... Uh, Put them down next. <laughs> yep. Maybe that's what helps kids be tougher in this in this day and age. We need more people getting slammed off bucket machines. Need to hit the dirt. I yeah. said what I said. Yes, you did. Well, um, WCRA this weekend... Um, You've won, geez, I mean, just at the WCRA events, it was 40,000. You come in seated number one. Um, uh, it's, this pays 15000 to win it. Yep. Um, over half a million dollars in prize money. Uh, first major of the tour of the year. Um, I mean, what's, tell us your WCRA journey. Uh, so this is the second time being number one seed coming in to Corpus Christi. Uh, 
I've been number one seed a couple of times, and I've always just kind of stumped my toe right there in the short round with something. And it's it that's always hindered me, and it's like, I've got to get back to it and try to win one instead of, you know, coming in. Coming yeah. in, uh, coming in uh, short. Uh, yeah, not getting that big win. Uh, so, y- you know, I'd love to walk away with this thing, and I'm so thankful for them. And whenever last year they come out with the $25,000 bonus for the year-end winner, um, I, I nominate everything. Because I, I looked at it as, like, if I spend 10000 to win fifteen uh, to win 25000 that's a $10,000 investment that I get back that I double double my money plus some. Yeah. You know? Uh, and I think last year I only ended up spending like 6000 after everything was said and done uh, with, between nominations and stuff and got to walk away with that $25,000 bonus at the end of the year. That's helped me this year because I now have a new van where I can go rodeo and not have to worry about stuff. Like last year, uh, right after... I think the second or third week of July, I think it was the second week of July, my van broke down in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and then it stayed there for like two or three weeks. And I was having to bump rides, and like I I got to jump in with Logan Cook at Salt Lake last year after that event, and I'm so thankful for him and the guys that I was with because it was just one thing after another last summer of worrying about stuff, and it just costed me more money because, you know, you, I, I bet you y'all drive a brand new vehicle or a newer truck mm-hmm. yeah. because of the peace of mind. Correct. You don't have to worry about getting to the next rodeo because you know you're going to get there. And so, like, because of the WCRA, I was able to afford a brand new vehicle this kind year. Of, you bought a brand new van? Yep. Sprinter van? Uh, Ford Transit. Really? Yep. yep. Did you uh, do the inside yourself? I did. Rough stock guys' vans are so cool. We've got a uh, – so I, I really put a lot of thought into it and looked at a bunch of other guys' stuff and see what they did. And I had a lot of help with it, with uh, getting the roof put in, putting the walls up, and getting all the woodwork done. Uh, so it's got a full queen-size bed because I was like, if I'm going to rodeo full-time, I'm going to have somewhere comfortable. I want to be comfortable because in that ProMaster I was in last year – uh, you had to sleep sideways at an angle, and it just, you, you know, you slept, but you didn't get that good night's sleep that you always want, you know? So uh, it's got closet space in the back. It's got a couch that folds out into another bed, shower, sink, uh, microwave, coffee maker. Got to have my coffee. Uh, Amen. So it's 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 got a pretty good design on it now. Do you – I've often wondered, like, when you guys – Say you're at a rodeo in South Dakota on a Saturday night, and you don't have nowhere to go till Tuesday, yep. but it's still halfway in that area. Where do y'all go? Because uh, you don't go home for two days and then drive back. No, I mean, like, we just go around, kill time, you know, find, find things to do, uh, uh, hang out at the rodeo, uh, travel on to the next one, and, and hang out there. Find we, a plug-in. Yeah, find yeah, a plug-in. Hopefully plug they in. don't yep. trip the yep. breakers I've off got a, on you. <laughs> I've, got a gen, I've got a generator on, with a back rack on, on my van that I'm able to just go anywhere and pull over, uh, find a truck stop that's well-litted, yeah. and uh, keep, keep my pistol next to me. Yeah, for sure. A lot of crazy people out there, but... There's some idiots. I, I, 
I was thinking that the other day after Guyman when I seen all those Capri campers get done on Sunday, and I'm like, nobody's leaving. I'm like, where are they going? Because they're not going back to California or Utah, you know? Yeah. At least I like Casper, Capri City. Yeah. That's what I call it. Every, everybody's in Capri City. There's like 20 Capri campers parked on that infield. Because everybody's jumping at that time. A lot of guys are going to – some guys are going yeah. up to Calgary – Maybe their traveling buddy didn't get in, yep. you know, so he's, go, or he's going to Jump Colorado Springs yep. to NFR Open because – but the other guy doesn't get in, so they're all kind of splitting up almost. And so that Casper's kind of a uh, – we, we have a Capri, me and Bone do, so. We do. It was uh, part of our uh, Pro Fantasy Rodeo prize pack. The rump rig. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the winner decided not to take it. It's, it's nice, uh, you know. It's super nice. Kyle Corral nice. From, uh, who does spur one for autism? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, super good guy and a very, very cool uh, charity that's founded around yep. rodeo. And he has bronc Got riding his schools. On my vest. Oh, you do cool. Yep. Well, Kyle's from Ponca City, and he is one of the best dudes ever. His son Drake is uh, autistic, and and uh, Kyle's doing so much for everybody, raising money. And so Kyle, he's my good friend, and uh, so he. Uh, I, I asked him, I'm like, could you take this camper in to get the stickers on? And he's like, sure. So he goes and gets it stickered up and looks cool. And I was like, could you put it in your barn for a while? And he's like, sure, you know, I'll do that. So he goes, you mind if I use it? I said, like, no, I don't care. Use it, do what you want. Yeah. Kyle has went through the inside, and he's handy, you know, because, well, he, he's a body man at Bill Corral, Body and Paint of Ponca City. This Kyle has, like, redone the inside just so he can use it a couple times a year. Nice. Until we do something with it. So I was like, good Lord. Like, when we first got the Capri, it's an 03. But it was, I mean, it's sound. It looks nice. But, I mean, it was used. It, it looked like me. Slightly. There's, there's no shower. There's no bathroom. No. <laughs> it's just a it's a little. It looked a little rough on the inside. The outside was great. The inside, man. So this Kyle has went through and, like, did all this stuff to it. I'm like, dang, maybe. Well, we wanted a van. We you, did. We tried to buy a like, van. You know, have some cigarette burns in the floor. I wanted to buy a Ford you know, Econoline. A couple dirty van. magazines. You Those know. are nice. Those are nice. Some Rolling They're Stones. A, uh, far and few in between, though. Well, so you, you should know this. You're a rough stock rider. So I found on Facebook Marketplace where you could buy like an 86 Ford Econoline van. Yep. And you could buy a brand new Dodge engine for like 2500 bucks. Really? Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Or like a rebuilt engine. So maybe. That would have been cheaper route to go. Maybe, just maybe. Well. We'll have a van. Yeah. To give away. <laughs> okay. Because we tried, like we <laughs> called people because we wanted a rump chat, rusty old rodeo van full of memories and tears. And what about a Winnebago? Nah. We're, we were well, just, what's so we funny, started. so the, the, the couple that won it came to San Angelo. Great, great couple. And got to meet him or whatever. And then I see him after they leave in Rump's trailer. And um, they, didn't, they didn't take the camper. So Rump gave him $2,000, uh, which I don't remember getting a vote on that. Uh, <laughs> well, they didn't want the camper in... And they were getting but, married, but so they cool. had to win something. With that two thousand dollars, they got to have that could have uh, been their hotel. Well, they well they got to have a, 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 a wedding reception with that. So oh nice. So you know, in a way, okay. me and Hambone paid for their wedding reception in a way. 
You Technically, should, you did. I didn't get a say. Y'all should have got a hashtag <laughs> on their post their then. End. Well, what should I have done? I mean, I'm, I'm giving you crap, bud. You, we could put that Capri on your pickup. Uh, no, the funny thing is he, uh, his pool truck, which we call our little used, you know, runaround trucks. Yep. Because he works in the pool business when he's home. He had it in the back. It's a six-foot bed, and he put that Capri camper in the back. I did. It was a shaky 18 miles to get home, let me tell you. So my... F- my first Capri that I, no, it would have been the second one. Yeah, the second Capri I ever bought because I had one that I put in like a 1500 and it was like small, tiny, got me where I was needing to go, whatever. Uh, then I was rodeoing in college and going to make, I made college finals and whatever and I was going to go out to Wyoming, stay out there. So I was like, I need something that's bigger that I can actually like live out of. So I found one and like matched my truck. It was red. It was perfect. Put it in there. And we last a long time. <laughs> I didn't bolt it down. Thankfully, it never fell out. Thankfully, it never It was fell just out. sat in there. It just sat there. Oh, my. It was. You're sit- trusting. It was sitting there by hopes and dreams and prayers. And, uh, oh, my word. Yeah, he's showing a picture of it, of <laughs> the Capri hanging out the back of. You're a little squatted. Thank you. You didn't have to say that, but it means a lot. So, so anyway. I got home, and it was like slid back a good two foot. And my dad just looked at me. I was like, you're an idiot. And then walked back inside. Like, yeah. Pops. Capris. But, yeah. Um, but going back to the, what WCRA, your winnings and what you've accomplished there has allowed you to now rodeo wherever you want to comfortably. Yep. yep. Uh, and that's what it's all Under about. Under warranty, too. Under warranty. Wow. Well, we... Um, Thanks I, the w, I, thank you, WCRA. For sure. For sure. I can't, I can't thank them enough for everything that they've done for me. You win in the WCRA, you get a new van. Da, 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 da. Paid for by yourself. Justin Rumford, not Rump Chat. And Josh Hambonehill. No. Well, Cody, good luck tonight. Good luck in the, uh, in the draw. If, Thanks, uh, sir. Do you know the horses that I mean, you got to pick from? Yeah, I've, I've looked through several of them. Uh, and I'm leaning, I'm leaning toward one particular one. Uh, I think they're going to send out the final draw at 3 o'clock to see uh, what the final stock is going to be, you know, in case they have to pull one out or something like that. Uh, but I'm leaning toward one or two, so it'll be good. Do you have an arena at home? No. You don't? Well, if you, uh, if you are in the market for arena, uh, really go to Red River Arenas and check out what they got going. Buck and shoots, full arenas, round pins. Uh, Rope great, shoots. great specials right now. I just looked online Deer today. Feeders. Red River Arena is tough enough for J.B. Mooney. <laughs> That's tough. Very tough. So uh, they're a great family. So if you want to build an arena so you don't have to just get on your bucket machine all the time, just don't, don't even get build on it anymore. Just get, get on the spurboard now. Just just call Red River Arena. So. And if you're uh, down here, uh, Buck Days, come on down. Lots to do. Uh, carnival, shopping, food great rodeo action with the wcra um and concerts i think tonight's carly pierce carly pierce tomorrow night tracy lawrence uh yeah, we got booted out of our locker room for carly pierce oh she wouldn't let you stay she took it over did you leave her a note no i don't know what happened but that's too bad uh, thank you uh us 94 7 talking country live down here in Corpus Christi. We appreciate it. And uh, Cody, good luck, brother. Thank you, brother. Appreciate y'all. Okay, we'll see y'all tomorrow right here at Brewster's Ice House. Come on down. Get you some eights.
Bye.